The faces of Mount Rushmore represent four of some of the most important presidents in American history. The construction of Mount Rushmore was a triumph of American engineering and ingenuity. But lying in deep is a chamber very few have set their eyes upon, and even fewer been to. Today, we're getting to what's really inside Lincoln's head. Things are about to get strange. ghouls and goblins we hope that you're doing wonderful today what is your snack of the day josh uh today it's it's got to be a bag of cheetos poofy or crunchy crunchy regular cheetos here hold on let me let me get in close to the microphone here for this cool my snack of the day was leftover outback and i'm topping that off with some dove chocolate today i love chocolate just mm. a little bit too much nice yeah these are addicting i agree you can't just ever eat like one cheeto you have to eat like half the bag i'm gonna have to relocate these to another room during this recording so that i don't keep eating them you're gonna get cheeto fingers all over the keyboard there's a term for it. I just forget what it is. Cheeto fingers. No. <laughs> the dust that gets on your fingers from all the Cheetos. Oh. I forget. There is a, they made an actual term. Like, But I don't, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> we'll Google that after the show. Yep. All right. We should get started. We should get started. How about you finish chewing what's in your mouth first? <laughs> before we continue. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. One of the most recognized national memorials has a secret chamber in it, and it seems to be ripped right out of national treasure. And let's specify, um, in reference to the intro, the chamber is not inside Lincoln's head, but rather behind and above it. The Mount Rushmore National Memorial is centered on a colossal sculpture carved in the granite face of Mount Rushmore. It is located in the Black Hills near Keystone, South Dakota. It was designed by Gutson Orglum, I'm probably saying that wrong, and is called the Shrine of Democracy. Orglum oversaw the project from 1927 to 1941 and had help from his son, Lincoln Borglum, which is funny because it has Lincoln in Mount Rushmore, and his son is named Lincoln. I just put that together. The sculpture has the 60-foot-tall heads of four of our presidents, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Mount Rushmore and the Black Hills are considered sacred by Plains Native Americans. Some of them are the, uh, like I said, I'm probably going to missay these, and I apologize. Arapo, the Cheyenne, and Lakata Sioux. They used the area for centuries as a place to pray and gather food and gather medicine and gather a whole bunch of different materials. The Lakota called the mountains the six grandfathers. This symbolized the six ancestral deities personified as the six directions, north, south, 
east, west, above meaning the sky, and below meaning the earth. Euro-American Euro settlers began pushing themselves into the Black Hills in the 1800s, which in turn started a war with the Native American population. In 1851, the United States government signed a treaty with several indigenous nations of the Great Plains, including, as Molly mentioned, the Cheyenne, Arapaho, and Lakota. The treaty gave the Cheyenne and Arapaho sovereignty over the Plate River Basin just as long as they allowed free passage of white migrants and allowed the government to build roads and forts on their land. However, the Colorado Gold Rush of 1858-59 to led to an influx of white settlers who moved onto Cheyenne and Arapaho land that was supposedly protected by the treaty. This led to a breakdown of the treaty and increased tensions between the Native Americans and the U.S. government. South Dakota became a state in the 1920s. It became a popular destination for road trippers who wanted to visit the parks in the state. Dwayne Robinson, the secretary of the South Dakota State Historical Society wanted to put a monument on the Black Hills after learning about the Shrine of the Shrine to the Confederacy. That project was to carve the likeness of Confederate generals to the side of Stone Mountain in Georgia. Robinson approached sculptor Laredo Taft to do the project at Mount Rushmore, but Taft was ill at the time. In 1924, Robinson contacted Goodson Borglum, who sculpted the Shrine to the Confederacy, and asked him to travel to the Black Hills region to see if it could be done. The work on Mount Rushmore took place between October 4, 1927 and October 31, 1941. Borglum and 400 workers sculpted the 60-foot-high carvings of the Presidents. The four presidents were selected to represent the first 150 years of America's history. The figures were originally planned to be from head to waist, but there was not enough funding. Borglum originally envisioned a grand hall of records. He originally wanted there to be a list of the nine most important events from 1776 to 1906 carved into the side of the building but it did not pan out because the print would be too small to read. He then came up with a different idea, one of a large room. It would protect America's greatest historical artifacts and documents. There was to be an entrance crowned with a bronze eagle, accessible by a grand staircase. The 18-foot-tall doorway resembles the entrance to an ancient tomb of an Egyptian pharaoh. The interior was going to have vaulted ceilings, busts, and bronze and glass cabinets that house artifacts central to American democracy. He was able to start the project, but was able to only cut into the rock 70 feet before having to stop due to his funding being cut and told to only focus on the faces. A repository was constructed into the mouth of the cave in 1998. 16 porcelain enamel panels with biographical and historical information, U.S. milestones about Mount Rushmore as well as the text Borglum wanted to preserve were put there. It is behind Lincoln's head and is off-limits to the public. Borglum wanted this room's purpose to explain the country's history to future civilizations and future archaeologists. I guess it's time for some fun facts. Fun facts! 
1933, Mount Rushmore fell into the jurisdiction of the National Park Service. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Mount Rushmore faces southeast because Borglum wanted uh, the most sunlight or the most sun exposure to fall upon the rock face. They need a suntan. Yeah, right. State historian of South Dakota, Doane Robinson, thought of the idea of the carving. I believe we did mention that earlier. But uh, Robinson also wanted the sculpture to feature the American West heroes. Um, those heroes being Lois and Clark uh, and their expedition guide, Sacagawea. That <laughs> that's cool. how I've always said it. <laughs> Sacagawea. Sacagawea. I don't even know if that's right. Chief Cloud, Buffalo Bill, Cody, and Crazy Horse. That would be cool. Yeah. Borglum believed that the sculpture should have a broader appeal and went with the four presidents. Great. Yeah. Uh, Native Americans objected to the plan, the plan of Mount Rushmore because it desecrated their sacred lands as well as the racist and sometimes violent anti-indigenous policies some of these presidents represented. Yeah. Yeah. Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. attracts more than 2 million visitors a year. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, they have like a, a whole like, like uh, what do you call it? A park? Yeah, a whole park or attraction thing like at the foot of it. That's cool. Yeah, and they light fireworks off the mountain too so you can go in and watch it. Like Disney? Um, I don't know if it's as cool as Disney's, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, like Disney. No. We, we live in Florida, so we only know, like, Disney here. Okay. Universal, yeah. <laughs> or Universal. Yeah. Um, there have been talks about adding more faces to Mount Rushmore. Uh, some that were talked about at being added were JFK and even Obama joked about being added as well. I would want both of them on there. They're two, they're two of my favorite presidents. I love JFK and Lincoln. Yeah, yeah. Obama's pretty cool, too. Shout out to Obama. The four presidents that were chosen were chosen to represent the nation's birth, growth, development, and preservation. And I heard that some of the best views were from the President's Trail. So go check that out. Go check it out. So some follow-up questions. Do you think that the Hall of Records will ever be open to the public? Uh, on a limited scale, I think, um, I'll put it this way. I've, in my research, there was like a father son video crew here that went up to the hall of records with the park guide and, and they actually got up there. I mean, they, even the park guide was like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, very limited. It's usually off limits, but you know, we're here. I think that if you, you know, find the right connections, you might be able to. I personally feel like it's never going to be open to the public ever. Yeah, well, basically. They're hiding stuff in there. Oh, well, okay. What do you think is in the Hall of Records? Well, according to that same video with the the father and son that were with the park guide going up there, under the granite capstone, there is a titanium box containing a teakwood box. In the teakwood box... There are 16 porcelain enamel entablatures, the texts of the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Gettysburg Address, and the history of Guts and Borglum, and the history of the workers. Okay. 
Do you think that that is what is really in there? Or do you think they're hiding stuff? Well. Well. I believe believe that it does. I mean, it's not like the actual Constitution and the actual Declaration of Independence are in there. But they're copies, if you will. I don't see why not. So, yeah, I believe they're there. I think there's aliens in there. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, I would like to think that they're hiding stuff in there. The whole, you know, national treasure. I always want to go on an adventure. But. Well, if you look at the photos, there's not really any room for anything. Unless there's unless there's another secret chamber that nobody knows. Well, you never know. (laughs) That one's probably located in their heads. (laughs) If you actually look into it, the Mount Rushmore Preservation Society actually has set up different things around the stone to to preserve it. I've read about them, you know, basically ripping out the old uh, sealant that Borglum used, which was uh, pretty much dried out replacing it with more of our modern silicon and they also um added basically computers <laughs> or machines or things that that can read if there's any kind of like shift in the in the rock down to like a really small minor 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 shift to make sure that they can you know catch it before somebody's nose falls off or something you know so i don't i don't think that there's really much more going on there was not really any room for anything else, and they had to blast their way to, to get anywhere in this stone. So it didn't really look like there was um, there was going to be much more than just a big hole in in the in the uh, rock. I don't know if it's just the suspicious person in me, but if there's if there's a room behind a national monument that no one has access to. You gotta be a little suspicious. Well, the park rangers have access. But I'm not a park ranger. No. Maybe I should become a park ranger just so I can go in there. And then, like, after my, like, first week there, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Have a great day. Bye. Well, where they they put that capstone, this is what it says on on the capstone, engraved into it. It says, let us place there carved high as close to heaven as we can the words of our leaders their faces to show posterity what manner of men they were then breathe a prayer that these records will endure until the wind and the rain alone shall wear them away that was from guts and borglum and uh, the capstone had the date in roman numerals mcm xc V-I-I-I, which comes out to 1998, which is when Borglum's family members put the capstone up there. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think that there's any secret things going on necessarily, but... Okay. (laughs) As we all know, the government's very good about keeping secrets. (laughs) Yes, they are. (laughs) Yes, they are. Yeah. Keep your secrets. Okay. Anything else? I see you, government. Oh, boy. Okay. I see you. So that's uh, that's about it. I think that's about it. I think that's about it. (laughs) Bye. We want to thank you for tuning in. You can find us on all your favorite social platforms by searching Conspiracy Weird, posting photos and details from each episode. 
Please consider keeping our tummies full by donating to the Snack Fund. Donations will be given a shout out on the podcast. Special thanks to Audionautics.com for the theme music. And remember, question everything.